This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host. And as you know, we're coming to you from the annual Florida Rural Economic Development Summit. It's all taking place here in St. Augustine, Florida at the beautiful World of Golf Resort. Uh, There's over 300 people in the room, so it is a big crowd here to talk about rural economic development. Um, And we've got one of those people that's kind of representing one of those key components as we talk about growth and economic development in rural communities. Uh, We've got with us uh, Christopher Campbell. Uh, who is with Government Services Group. Uh, He is Director of Broadband Services. Christopher, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Welcome. It's really good to be here. It's a beautiful day, and thank you for taking the interest in such a critical element in our community. Yeah, no, uh, it is. It's it's an important element, and it's a a topic, of course, that everyone talks about is broadband. Uh, So it didn't take you and I long to connect because I wanted to hear about uh, broadband and where we're going and and, uh, and how that really really does play an important role if we're going to if we're going to grow uh, rural communities and marketplaces. So, Absolutely. And that's so, what's so critical. It touches every aspect of the community. Yep. I like it. All right. So let's start as we always do, though. Christopher, give us a little bit of your uh, your background, kind of pathway to government services group. My background is primarily uh, information technology, data processing, and um, grew up in the Bell system, uh, AT&T managed the state of Florida for AT&T, and then I managed the uh, uh, part of the Division of Management Services, the state of Florida, the um, telecommunications services, or the, the telephone company for the state of Florida. So have extensive background in um, how you look at delivery of information and management of information through a digital environment. All right. And tell us um, a little bit about Government Services Group. Uh, it's, it's more than broadband. Give us the quick overview of, of your company. Government Services Group has served the state of Florida exceedingly well for many years, and they deal with all the issues to do with the governance of a community, i.e., whether it's management of their water systems, their sewer systems, their um, government services, all their grant as well as grant implementation, looking at how we can enhance the economic vitality of a community. Yeah, and I and you and I have been talking a little bit offline uh, before we uh, went on the air here. I love your description uh, about um, in the past we had three utilities, now we really have four. Kind of take us through that uh, that thought process. Well, really, that's a very significant aspect as you look at um, the key elements over the years and the growth of any community is that you have you've always had to have well, really well run water, sewer, and electricity. And that was a key element of any success of any community and a fundamental for any person living within that community. And then as the world of 
the digital environment began to take over, uh, and everything we did do today is so influenced by a digital environment, you now have what is referred to as the fourth utility, and that being broadband or high-speed internet. And that's mm -hmm. so critical for all aspects, which we can get into greater detail, how it impacts every aspect of the community. Right. And, you know, I don't think, again, it, you'd... Um uh, you know, even as old as I am, uh, you know, I get, uh, I completely understand, uh, you know, the obvious need for broadband, uh, especially in, you know, the, the rural communities, because it really is the, it's the only way you do connect to, to the internet. So, um, if we don't have broadband, then you've got a community that really can't connect uh, to the outside world. It's the same as the old, uh, you know, when you built your cabin out in the woods, you had the single telephone poles that ran out, and you had the one one wire that ran in so you could have some lights yeah. uh, at your cabin. Right. Uh, sort of the same thing with broadband, right? It really is, and if you have to look at the point of view that... Um there's a large portion of the United States, and specifically Florida, there are 30 counties that are defined as underserved or unserved. That is to say, they may have a very limited telephone service, but as far as the ability to access what you talked about is all the different services that are available online today that are vital to every aspect of it, whether you're looking at economic development, government services, education, healthcare, public safety, all the vision elements within a community are impacted dramatically when you don't have that. Right. And therefore, you don't have the economic growth. And the net result is, over time, um, families see their children uh, grow up and then leave the community. And so the hmm. net migration is, is significant. Okay, so piece of cake, right? <laughs> we just, why aren't we putting broadband everywhere? What, what's the holdup? Well, it is an interesting story. It started like in the 1930s where the, you have the telecom services were given money to put in universal services. Over time, that organization, those organizations became for-profit organizations. Uh, from the point of view of the electrical utilities, they were given the charge of putting electrical uh, services to our communities, to every member. And they were a nonprofit, but they had to they had to repay back all federal funding. So you had two different philosophies of how to address the issue. As time went on, um, obviously the, the telcos and all the different providers of digital services are looking at an ROI rather than a service to the end user, which is what the co-ops do, the electrical co-ops. And so this next phase of our um, activity in broadband is that the federal government has made significant amounts of money is available to pay to build out the broadband and provide those services to every, in the case of um, the uh, co-ops, all their members. And that's their intent. That's their goal. And that's been a, now a big contention because where the telcos have received this money for were not having to pay it back, now the co-ops are now having an opportunity to utilize these funds. And I'm going to assume it's, it's gatherings like this, the Florida Rural Economic Development Summit, I would assume it's gatherings like this that are putting pressure on governments to say we're not going to grow in these, especially in these rural communities, if we don't have broadband. So I'm well, assuming that the pressure is on, right, to get this done. Absolutely, and it really is. If in fact, if you look at the whole concept of what this conference is about, is that is site development to bring new industry and bring jobs. It's very vital for a community to have jobs, housing, and have you. What a decision point 
by any manufacturer, any business that wants to move to a community is, do I have broadband? Right. You know, and in the role of, so if you look at that's manufacturing, and so you need manufacturing because so much of what is done is done digitally, remotely, and it has to access the rest of the world. If you right. don't have that, you're not going to have the manufacturing, you're not going to have the jobs. Right. In healthcare, as you see um, the hospitals on, uh, leave the rural communities, because one, you don't have a, a patient base that can support a physician. And so what is then you see happening is the whole concept of telehealth, where so much of what we will see in medical care in the rural community will have a nurse practitioner that'll do your vitals, and then it'll be sent to a medical center, such as Shands in, in Gainesville, Florida, or Tallahassee. And ironically, and this is the big ironical thing, is that that doctor can see the patient's body because of the quality of cameras and digital services right. better than if he's in person so, or she's right. in person. So so I'm going to assume, Christopher, you're like the busiest guy in the state of Florida. Well, right now we are moving very rapidly. The goal is to engage with the co-ops and other people that want to put fiber to the home and to the business because there are other ways of providing telecommunication services. Obviously, we have cell service, we have different types of things, but when you're talking about the volume of information that will be needed for healthcare, for all the lessons plans, all the information you need for students to be able to access uh, data to do their homework, uh, that needs a full fiber service. In the last pandemic, one of the ironies of all ironies is that the school system was taking their uh, fleet of buses, putting um, various devices on the buses so that now kids can have, go throughout the county and access a um, broadband, I mean, uh, access digital services so they can get their homework. That's not the way to run a business. And, right. and so you have a tremendous de- de- deprivation on 58% of the population because most of them don't have those services in their home. And so, again, you are not affording the uh, all the population the ability to access right. all this wonderful information and enjoy all the services just as fundamental as is water sewer or electric right okay it makes sense when you say it <laughs> uh, yeah and I never I never did you know you and again you know we've been hearing this broadband conversation I've probably been hearing it now for 10 years uh, but I'm assuming uh, within the last couple of years, I'm assuming it's it's probably a much bigger, more important part of the economic development conversation. It really is. It's very critical as you look at a um, <clears throat> state like Florida as they continue to grow and are focused on business. The, the governor has done an enormously successful job in focusing on business. Now you have a large portion, as I said, 30 counties of the 67 counties right. are not served, and that is an opportunity yeah. for growth in, in so many areas. Yeah, you're, I like the way you put it. It's an opportunity, and not That's a right. problem. It's right. an opportunity. Yes, you can't. Yeah, you right. Can. Okay. Uh, Christopher, thank you for breaking down what is a complex, complicated issue, pretty simply. Um, I like it. How does one uh, contact and potentially leverage your, your group, Government Services Group? 
We are online, we, and we have obviously a website. We have offices throughout Florida, and um, we are headquartered in, in Tallahassee. And uh, we can be reached there, and um, we can help. Okay. And, and your primary customer is a municipality. That's your primary client. Well, there's actually two pieces of the business because you have um, a government side is obviously the majority of the business right now. But what is now happening is many corporations are realizing they need fiber optic services for their networks, for their things. So we're also looking at the private sector as well mm-hmm. that want to have that accessibility. Okay. It is Christopher Campbell who uh, works with Government Services Group. He serves as the Director of Broadband Services. Uh, Christopher, thank you for your support of the summit uh, here, uh, and thank you for taking time out to uh, break down the broadband issue in the state of Florida. Well, thank you very much. It's a very exciting uh, opportunity for the whole state of Florida, and thank you for taking interest in it. Absolutely. Uh, I am Tom Kindred. This is Small Biz Florida, and we're coming to you from the annual Florida Rural Economic Development Summit. It's all taking place right here in St. Augustine. A big crowd, over 300 folks here to talk about economic development, which includes things like broadband. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, There's more to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida. Created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.